Welcome to Life by Design. On this podcast, we explore ideas on self-improvement and living with intention, amongst other things. My name is Otto Abasibasi, and I am honored to be your host. In my early teens, I became obsessed with personal development as a path to growth, success, and happiness. Today, I am a full-stack creative and entrepreneur, using my skills to help people and businesses live up to their potential. And my passion for self-development is still going strong, albeit more nuanced. And now I share what I learned as I build a life by design. If there was an overarching theme to all that I do, it would be the arts of being, the acts of creating, and the space in between. I have always been interested in how we live, how we create, and how those two things interact with and inform each other. I hope you enjoy the podcast and thank you for listening. Hello there and welcome to the show. Welcome to the Wednesday Ramble show where I talk about a blog post from the past week as well as a podcast from the past week. And I try to break down and expand on what I mean and provide more context or, you know, more information. So I hope you've been having a great week. I hope you're well, hope you're strong, hope you're, you're living with intention and moving steadily towards your goals and you know getting all that you want so today we'll be talking about two things we'll be talking about how to become who you are and we'll be talking about turning pro now how to become who you are is the podcast i did last which is a recording of a blog post from early 2018 and it was actually the beginning of a series titled how to get what you want and it was the series that I ran for the whole year. And the idea behind that was to try and explore and articulate and express how to get what you want, all the different philosophies and mindsets and approach and action that goes into setting a goal, going for it and achieving it. And I would think that you know, before you think about getting what you want, you have to think about what you want. And before thinking about what you want, you're going to have to take stock of who you are as a person. And over the years, I've realized that for a lot of people, the most scary thing to them is sitting down in a room with their thoughts and listening to themselves think. It is absolutely terrifying for a lot of people. Some people will do whatever it takes, whatever they can to make sure that they don't spend a single moment alone with their thoughts. And that would be hanging out with friends, you know, partying, you know, doing drugs, um, listening to, you know, just being on social media all the time. There's or just working all the time. You know, there's so many things. You can use anything to distract yourself from doing the work of doing the real deep thinking that you need to do. But that is the core of the idea in, in this piece. It's like you have to know yourself. We are all different. There will be no one else in the world in time that would ever be exactly like you. There are just too many variables. You are completely unique and you have value you have something of yourself to contribute i like to think of 
humanity and everything that exists as as a tapestry and everyone brings their threat everyone brings you know who they are their experiences their wants their desires their talents their abilities their you know their passions and if everyone could self-actualize they will bring who they are to the table and we would all be richer for it at least that is my belief that is what i choose to believe and see the world but if you're not connected with yourself if you spend all this time in your life disconnected from who you are what you truly feel and who you know what you really want then you're going to live most likely in a life of turmoil in a life of dissatisfaction a life where you feel like something is missing but you don't quite know what that thing is and you could try to look for that thing in in some in any everything else you know in in the goals you set for yourself in trying to make money in trying to be a successful person in trying to have a relationship and trying to achieve a specific person um there's many ways that we try to find fulfillment in the wrong things in <clears throat> sorry instead of being ourselves and um you know connecting to that which makes us come alive um and the world itself generally tries to pressure us right the world and society and social media and media generally sells a status quo a way of being a way of doing things and all that expectation without introspection can funnel us down paths and down lines that we are better off not going down on right so on the long road of growth self-awareness is the first step you have to know yourself right you have to know what you feel what you think what's really going on and it takes practice you know to be to be aware enough to observe yourself to observe your reactions see why you respond the way you do think why certain reactions go off inside of you and start to understand okay this is what's going on this is what i truly feel this is where i am this is where i want to be this is what's working this isn't what's working you know all that stuff but you can't get there if you don't do the work to understand yourself to to meditate to think to to reflect to put yourself on the scrutiny to look at what's there and to embrace it you know radically a lot of times when we feel you might feel like maybe you have a lot of turmoil um you have a lot of strain a lot of stress a lot of just just chaos going on within you and the first step to you know resolving that chaos comes from just sitting down with yourself and thinking There's a story I tell sometimes about many many years ago um it was just a, quite a dark dark time I was quite stressed everything in my life was kind of like breaking down I was in the midst of changing things moving from one space to another space moving from one thing to another thing you know um and in all that angst in all that pain in all that strain in all that stress I tried everything at the time and nothing quite nothing quite gave the answer i spoke to my mentors spoke to people in my community spoke to the ones i looked up to 
you know I, I did I ran all over the place looking for some kind of help but it was only the day there was there was an evening I was chilling at an Alexis place at the time and uh, you know I, I, was, I was staying there while, while she was home and you know one evening just feeling completely fed up with the pain and the angst <laughs> at the time I decided to 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 just switch off the lights and sit down on the floor and and just chill and I was there for maybe like 30 minutes maybe 45 but just that time of sitting down and just being by myself and thinking and you know just going through stuff in my head finally I was able to break through I left that session with a piece that I hadn't felt in years and it was all because I just took the time to go within for the first time, truly, truly go within, truly trust myself, truly go within and be like, okay, what are you feeling? What's going on here? What do we need to do? And I believe that if we are in tune to that small, still voice within, if we sit down, we already generally kind of know what we should do, or at least what the first steps are. And so it is very important to nurture that connection with yourself at all costs it will give you your north star it will give you your purpose what you must do it might take a while to listen it might take a while to hear yourself it might take a while to accept and embrace what you're hearing but it is vital that you do that work because in that way you can build a life that is deeply connected to who you are deeply connected to what fulfills you for real not what's been sold to you but what actually resonates with you because that is the true success not what the world says success is but you doing what makes you fulfilled and what makes the most of your contribution to our world to our people to our species and that is a beautiful place and space to be in so how can we get to know ourselves? Like what, what, what potential things we could do? Well, I say meditate, you know, meditation, prayer, any activity that forces you to focus, to block everything else and focus. I like meditation because it is at its core, a practice of observance, right? You're supposed to sit down, relax and focus on your breath or on a point in front of you or on a flame or whatever it is, but you're supposed to still your mind, calm your mind and let the thoughts come and go. When you become, when you get into that space, when you get into that state, you are able to be calm and start to get some distance, start to observe yourself from outside yourself and start to see things as they are. Another thing is journaling. I'm, I'm a big proponent of writing down stuff. There's just power in writing things down. Um, but journaling helps us to keep track of what's going on within, right? It, it gives you the chance to express yourself, to give voice to all those things that are just niggling at the back of your mind, all those anxieties or fears or worries or, or intentions or, or ambitions. Meditation allows you to connect and listen to yourself and be like, yo, what, what's going on inside? And over time, they, they're also a valuable resource in helping you like see how far you've come, 
see where you're going and see what things tend to repeat themselves. I've written a whole piece about journaling and it's, it's, it's powerful stuff. Journaling, if you don't do it yet, in some form, shape or other, start to do it. And you don't have to do it like every day. You can do it weekly or every, find something that works for you, but do it as regularly as possible for best results. Another thing is therapy, obviously. Um, the idea of getting help or mental health can be quite stigmatized, but working with a professional can be a great way to get to know yourself, to kind of ease off and work through all the issues and all the things going on inside. Um, therapy, definitely 100%. Um, another thing you want to do is try new experiences. So new things force us out of our comfort zones and place us in weird alien situations. And it is in those things that surprising like surprising experiences can come through surprising epiphanies about ourselves and what we like and what we don't like can come to play we can see how we react to something new are we excited or do we shy away um do we find something that we suddenly decide that we love or do we realize that okay now i actually really do not like that thing but experience and exploration are very important because it is hard to truly know yourself without the fire without the proof of experience so try new things out, explore new stuff, um, explore new creative outlets. In these ways, you would get to know yourself and explore and express yourself more. Another thing you can do is get feedback. Um, talk to people around you, talk to your friends, talk to your family. Um, people outside you are often able to articulate or express or pinpoint things about yourself that may be blind spots for you. So definitely seek feedback talk to your friends, talk to family, talk to the people close to you, talk to your coworkers. They might have something to say about who you really are and what makes you tick. And another thing you could do is personality tests. Um, there are so many of them out there, but they can also be very useful ways of, you know, figuring out, you know, what, you know, what kind of person you are, what, what turns you on, what turns you off, what makes you work, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are. And they might not be completely accurate, but, they're definitely important frameworks to like understand ourselves, understand people and the world around us. But the whole point around this is just to know yourself, man. You gotta know who you are, you gotta know what you're about, you gotta know what your values are, what's important to you. You have to know um, what you're good at and what you are not good at. You gotta know your limits, you gotta know where you need help. Just self-awareness is just very important just for success in living and being yourself and also just success in in you know going after what you want once you know yourself you know what you want and you know what you can do in pursuit of that and you know then you embark on the journey but if you don't know yourself ah it it, it will just be almost impossible to get anywhere meaningful um and yeah so that's that's basically the breakdown of that concept the other thing i'll talk about is the idea of turning pro which is something that I've mentioned a few times in different uh, posts recently. And the idea comes from Stephen Pressfield's book, The War of Art. And I've mentioned this book many, many times. It is one of those classics on productivity, especially creative productivity. So in his book, he highlights the resistance, the resistance being that specter, that thing, that feeling, that stuff that always rises to meet you 
when you have to do something important, right? You have to exercise and all of a sudden you feel lazy or you feel like playing games or you feel like doing anything else except exercising or studying or working or doing whatever it is that you need to be doing. And we find the resistance more often in when we're trying to tackle those projects that we know we should do, but for some reason we just haven't started yet. We don't have the momentum. We have the full inertia of getting started. That is resistance. And the resistance shows up every single day without fail. You know, let's say you are an artist and you have a target or a goal of creating a coloring book. And this is your project. This is your dream. You want to make it. But every time you sit down to do it, you end up doing something else or you get worried or stressed or you don't know if it's going to work out, if people are going to like it, if you can publish it, if you're going to make money. All these things are the resistance. They are all these obstacles and impedances to the thing that we need to get done. So what is Stephen Pressfield's answer to the, to, the, to the resistance? What is his antidote? And it is this idea of turning pro. So he basically se separates people into two parts. You've got the amateurs and you've got the professionals, right? And it's like when you're an amateur, Right. You do things because you love, quote unquote, you love it. You you're into it. You're interested. Sometimes it's fun. You do it when it's fun. You do it when it's nice. Um, you know, you do it when the mood is right, when you're inspired. But let something happen. Let there be an obstacle. Let there be a problem or you don't feel like it. You're feeling kind of run down um, or, you know, something else comes up, whatever it is. Right many times we succumb to the resistance because we are amateurs because it's a nice to have this thing we're trying to do it's not a thing we've committed to it's not a thing that we have to do but that is what turning pro is right turning pro is really about commitment it's really about going all the way in and saying that listen now i am a professional all right now i am a writer you know now i am a YouTuber. Now I am, you know, an artist. Now I am whatever it is that you want to do to commit completely to the path of doing it and being it and embodying it. You have to turn pro. And the thing is, we are all already pro in some form, shape or the other in our lives. Right. We have the experience of having to do things we don't necessarily want to do. Right. We know what it's like to hold a job, to have responsibilities or expectations. So, you know, we have to do this thing regardless of how we feel today. It has to get done. Nobody, you know, the world doesn't care. <laughs> you know, the job must be done. The child must be taken care of. The food must be put on the table. Whatever it is, it has to get done. We know this experience. We need to take this idea, this frame of mind, and apply it to our intent. So the thing that is so important to us, our project, our business, our ambition, we need to turn pro. We need to go all the way. And how do you do that? What are some characteristics of, of the pro? So some of these are from Stephen Pressfield's book. Some of them are mine and I might write more. And there's so many, so many things to say, but I, I would just mention like six, seven um, characteristics. So the pro has learned how to suffer. And in my blog post last week, I talk about learning to suffer and what that means. And essentially that is just about like understanding that everything isn't always nice. And there is a dark side to what you got to do. You know, even if you're doing your passion, right? There's the grind. There's the hard part. There's the dark side of the business, you know, but the pro doesn't bitch about it. 
the project just gets gets it done. We suffer. We got to do it right. I'm I'm recording this at 12 a.m. in you know in the morning, and that's just what needs to be done. That's just how my Sundays roll. Um, I can't complain about it. I just got to do it. I chose to do this, and I chose to be pro at it. Um, the professional is patient. You know, we know that things always take longer than you expect. If you've ever started a project of any kind, you know it usually takes longer, twice as long, costs twice as much. Um, but we are patient. You know, the professional is patient. He knows that things take a while. He's focused on the process. He knows that the labor is his to focus on. The results belong to God. He's willing to put in the work day in, day out for as long as it takes. You know, he's willing to go the long haul. He doesn't expect that this is going to happen overnight. He's willing to put in the work, the hours, and the time to make it happen. The professional seeks order, right? He's, he doesn't like, she doesn't like being messy. You know, they know that a, a conducive environment, a dedicated workspace, a way of working, order and routine frees you up to innovate where it really counts. You know, the professional eliminates chaos from his world so he can banish it from his mind. The environment such a huge part of us it's basically our second brain so if you are working in a cluttered in a messy in a dirty in a you know you've got to clean that up you've got to set up you've got to you've got to set up order in the way you work in the way you create in the way you do things because that's what the professional does does the professional creates and seeks order the professional acts regardless of fear right they understand that fear doesn't go away the terror of the blank page <laughs> doesn't really subside. Some days, sure, you might rock up inspired and ready to go, but many times you're gonna come up against the resistance. You're gonna come up the anxiety. You're gonna come up with stage fright. You're gonna come up against all these things, but the professional acts anyway and goes for it. The professional accepts no excuses, right? Sometimes excuses are valid, but they understand that it's a slippery slope regardless of what happens, regardless of what the lay of the land is like, regardless of how you get punched in the teeth when you step into the ring, no matter the weather, no matter the obstacle, the work needs to get done. The pro does everything in their power to execute on the job. They accept no excuses. They get it done no matter what. The professional commits to mastering technique. They understand that they have to keep getting better. They have to keep sharpening the saw. They've got to be ready to go at any time. They want to make sure that they have the full arsenal of skills to maximize opportunity when it knocks. The pro doesn't take things personally, right? They don't care what people think or how they react. They know that sometimes people won't like what they do. Sometimes people won't get it. Sometimes people will love it, you know, but they've created a, a bit of a separation between them and the crafts. They don't put the things together, right? They know that the crafts is the crafts and they are who they are and they hold value for being who they are outside of what they do. They are able to give it everything that they've got and are able to take criticism and move on when it doesn't work out. They are able to ship and move on to the next thing. They're comfortable with failure. They're comfortable with success. They don't take either of it personally. And finally, the pro goes all the way. They make sure they go over the finish line. They make sure they finish. They make sure they get it done. They don't lose steam or stop halfway. They go all the way. And that is important. They launch, they ship, they get it done. 
no half and halves. They are a professional. And like I said, there are many different, many more characteristics. Um, even Stephen outlines in his book and thinking about this concept of turning pro, there are many ways that, you know, and many characteristics that come to mind that he hasn't mentioned as well. And maybe I'll put that into a different piece, but I just wanted to share that idea of turning, turning pro. It is really the difference between success and failure, right? You've got to go all the way. You've got to decide if you're going to do a thing, then you're going to do a thing. You're going to do the research you need to do. You're going to learn the things you need to learn. You're going to get the help you need to get. You're going to do whatever it takes to make sure you get all the way into the thing that you want to do. And if you can master this, if you can turn pro in your life, it's only a matter of time until you hit that goal, until you write that book, until you complete that project, get that job, build that business, whatever it is that you're trying to do, turn pro and go all the way and make it happen. And with that, hope you had fun. Hope you and got something out of um, this entire rant. And with that, I'll say go ahead, have a great week. Um, and until next time, we chat again. Stay awesome. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, if you want more, feel free to check out other episodes on the podcast. Or, you know, check out my website as well. Otobasibasi.com. That's O-T-O-A-B-A-S-I. B-A-S-S-E-Y.com. Um, there's hundreds of blog posts on there. Um, we've got playlists on there, um, as well as, you know, video interviews and books that I wrote as well, you know, so just check out what I'm into, check out what I do. And there's probably something in there that will give you value as well. Once again, thank you for listening and I'll check you on the next episode.